This is More Than Sports. Now, here's your host, Rick Rowling. Good, uh, good day to you. We are here on More Than Sports Podcast, and we're with a very good friend of ours, uh, Bayaji Kevin from Eldoret, Kenya. Uh, we've, known, we've known Kevin for many years, uh, a tremendous man of God, uh, and a true hero of faith. One of the things we're doing is we're kind of, uh, we know many people who are true heroes of the faith. Uh, we read in Hebrews chapter 11 that... Um, uh, they're all the great men and women of God. And then it talks about others and the others continue on to this day. And so there are heroes of the faith out there that we will never, never know about. They'll never get on TV. They'll never be the sort of same famous, but they're the true heroes. And Kevin's one of those heroes. So welcome, Kevin. Thank you so much, Rick. Yeah, it's great to have you with us. And <laughs> uh, love yeah, so... So we're, uh, you know, we're about 8,000 miles apart, but I can hear you yeah. just fine. <laughs> so, same here, same here. And it's raining, I mean, yeah, but I'm using the best network providers, so you can be sure my network is going to be okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, you actually probably have better internet than we do. So, <laughs> ah, well, I mean. I can't tell. I've not been to America. You've been to Kenya. I mean, you, you can't tell. Well, the uh, let's let's so jump into this, Kevin, if you would. Uh, you work okay. with the International Sports Academy, and you're doing. Uh, why don't you just give a little update of what you're currently doing and how you're using sports, and then we're actually going to have you tell some of your life story. So go ahead. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rick. Um, I, the, uh, my. Basically, I am working so hard with uh, ISA to make sure that I send the message of hope to uh, at-risk kids and as well as youths in various uh, slums here in Adorate and uh, around the country as well, as the Lord blesses. Uh, because uh, I know uh, one of the things that people lack out here is, you know, someone to tell them that uh, this is not permanent, uh, this is just temporarily, and uh, it's a season you're just passing through, and once you're done with it, then uh, the Lord will be able to see you through. So yeah, I am going around uh, meeting uh, young boys, teenagers, youths, and also uh, girls, uh, girls who are playing uh, various sports, uh, talk to them, mentor them, encourage them, giving them hope. And of course, by the help of IESA, we get also to support their activities that they get to do in their estates. It's, it's really amazing. And you're, you're actually, because um, we worked with you for a week, you were with us in different places. Yeah. Well, we've been yeah. over there a couple of times, but the last time we worked with you, and then you just started taking this place. It's, it's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah, finding. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing. I, I, I feel like I'm connected to whatever I'm doing. Uh, you know, like when we get to talk about me uh, growing up and all that, um, you realize that I'm doing this from my heart. Uh, and that's why I enjoy every time I am supposed to go meet a team. I'm supposed to go meet some boys, some girls, talk to them. I always make sure I avail myself uh, regardless of the distance because uh, I know that uh, 
they can be changed. And truth be told, if um, International Sports Academy uh, was not there, um, many, many, many of these people will be lost by now. Right. Let's let's because what you're talking about is you're talking about hope. You're talking about having quality adults helping you. You're you're specifically doing a lot of work in uh, poverty areas, slum areas. And you're, you know, even as I hear you talk here, you're talking about hope. This can be temporary. You don't have to live. You don't have to settle. You don't have to, this is not your destiny to live in a, a hopeless society, a hopeless place. And so, and you don't just say those words. You, you lived it. You came out of that. Can you tell a little bit of your story? Because it's, it's an amazing story. I want people to hear what God can do when people are offered some opportunities and, and, and receive hope. So what, tell us your story. It's an amazing story. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, uh, this is a whole series, but I'll try to make it a short film. <laughs> um, yeah, I was born and raised in a slum um, here in Eldoret. It's, one, uh, it's actually uh, the third uh, ranked number three uh, biggest slum in Eldoret. And um, I grew up from a very, very humble home you know, going to school was a struggle. Growing up in an area where crime is, you know, the language that most people understand. Uh, in an area where uh, immorality, in an area whereby drug abuse, like all sorts of things you can imagine. Now, here I am, you know, born in that circle and I need to live differently. It's, I must say it's challenging. Yes, it comes as well uh, with uh, having strict parents, but, uh, I really won't say it took them. I'll just say it took God to have me go through this. So um, born in the slums, struggled through my primary school, struggled through my high school. At some point I wanted to give up because you know I didn't have enough school fees and my deputy principal was always on my neck. I felt, yep. felt the pressure was too much. I almost gave up. Like I, I literally almost gave up, but uh, my then principal, uh, may her soul rest in peace, she talked to me and she gave me, you know, some hope to keep going. But uh, all through uh, in the slums, um, I will say soccer helped me big time, uh, Pastor Rick, because um, I gave it 101% uh, attention, knowing that I'm gifted, I'm multi-gifted. I always say that I have the uh, uh, golden hands, golden mind and everything. Um, so I used to play soccer. In the morning, I could wake up as early as 5 a.m., go for a road work, come back, relax, go to the field uh, midday so that I can train under the hot sun, you know, so that I can just uh, adopt the uh, temperatures in case I go play in a high temperature, high temperature, uh, temperature place. In the evening as well, I'm back in the field. Now, this was helping me you know, to, to, to shut my mind from thinking uh, about joining uh, some group of young boys. Because Rick, I can tell you for sure, kids get lost in that particular estate, even yeah. at the age of 10. Mm -hmm. At the age of 10, girls start getting early pregnancies as early as 13, 12 years. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's really, it's really, bad the picture is really bad and uh, i'll say soccer helped me so i used to play despite the fact that i never had the you know privilege of owning even a soccer boot um 
never had the privilege of having all that is required to play soccer. Mm-hmm. Now I kept on going. I, I kept on going and uh, I was quite in discipline. I mean, uh, you know, being from the Slav, I mean, there are some of the things that <laughs> I don't know, I don't know uh, where they come from, but I was quite in discipline in the field and uh, I was good. I was a good striker, but in sure. discipline. So uh, my, 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 my coach had a problem working with me, you know, being in discipline and uh, being good. And mm-hmm. he, he used to be one guy who loves discipline. So uh, I used to be suspended a number of times. But um, I decided, uh, the, uh, the reason why I, I, I chose Christway it's because um, one time I, just, I, I, I was, uh, should I say signed by another team, but that is local, you know, there's no contract signing and all stuff. So, uh, but this team, it was playing under the, uh, the support of IVC Church, where I fellowship today, yes. Uh, and then one of the rules that were there was that um, if you must play soccer in this particular team, every Sunday, we all go to church to pray. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, we are supposed to go to church. For you to be part of this team, that was a, a, a policy. So, I mean, I wasn't uh, a church person. I, I didn't know Christ by then. But uh, since I love soccer, I've been given a, an opportunity to play for a better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, it's fine. I'll just wake up. I'll just go to church. I mean, it's just going to church. But then that just going to church slowly by slowly it impacted my life i started realizing that uh, you know what being coming uh, from the slum being brought up uh, from a poor family it's not even the end i mean that does not determine my tomorrow it doesn't even uh, have an impact on my destiny you know god has uh, plans for me as recorded in the book of jeremiah so i knew uh, that uh, this is going to shape my life. Mm-hmm. From soccer, now I am in church. And I started loving church more than I loved soccer. Now, I could miss going for practice, but I could never miss going to church on Sunday. I mean, this, is, this just happened very nicely. I, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. Uh, here it is. And then... Um, Due to uh, growing up, I went to university. That was another struggle. I deferred two years. I stayed out of campus for two, two and a half years, actually, you know, because of school fees and stuff. I used to hustle hard to try and pay my school fees. But, uh, you know, I'm growing up. Uh, responsibility keep on adding, you know. The, uh, I wouldn't just sit there and work for school fees alone. I realized like, oh, now I'm living alone. I need to also work for my uh, house rent. I need to do this, I need to do this. But you see, growing up, these things were part of me. I used to work in a local hotel while in high school. I could come from school. I studied in a day school. Uh, you know, we have boarding schools here in Kenya where students come for three months without going home. But for me, actually you're considered lucky and uh, you know, from a good family, that's not true. But once you go to a boarding school, there is a class you're in here in Kenya. But uh, I was in a day school, so I could study until around 10 p.m. because 
we had no electricity in the house. I first saw electricity when I was in the university. So yeah, I could go cook in a hotel, then go to the house, sleep, wake up tomorrow, go to school. I get, uh, you know, like, uh, let me put it in dollars. Like, um, I could be paid like $10 uh, in a whole month. Mm. That was like, yeah, $10 in a whole month. Sometimes I could just get a dollar one day, just just a dollar or two in in uh, for working for one week. So it used to be like that. But I mean, it helped me, you know, buy uh, a book, a pen, and, uh, you know, shoe polish to brush my shoes so that I don't look like I am really dying the next minute in school. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I, I became part of church now. I became the part of body of Christ. I gave my life to Jesus. And uh, I realized like, whoa, man, uh, everything that God has uh, given humanity, we are supposed to use it to glorify him. And that's why I love, I, I feel good uh, associated with ISA because I know like if we can just tap on what people love the most, they love sports. Like sports is the most uh, celebrated uh, kind of activity in the whole world. This way we will be able to, you know, lead so many people and save so many lives. Souls will come to Jesus because it happened for me. It really, really happened for me. I went to a team to play soccer. The team pushed me to church. And now I stopped playing soccer, but I never, ever stopped going to church. Let's, let's jump back. on Yeah, this is, man, this is amazing, Kevin. What's, your life is an amazing thing. And, and we're, you right. know, we feel very privileged that you're one of our partners. Uh, but okay. I want to jump back into, because IVC, which is the church, International Vision Center Church, uh, we're very good friends with them. We, that's the, the church that we partner with in Eldoret. And I love how simple that was in a way. Now, it was, it was big in your life, but what they were doing was pretty simple. They had a soccer team. Yep. You wanted to play for it. And, then be, and it wasn't just like, oh, let's get them to go to church. They were, they were then offering you hope. They were offering relationships, right? You met. Talk uh, about that. How you, the people you met when you started fellowshipping there, because this is what we, we want. We don't want just to, to share a one time, listen to this. We want to connect people and have them have relationships. Talk about how yes. your relationships have, have, have developed. Great. Uh, now, uh, when I started going to church, I met, um, by then he was the youth pastor, uh, Pastor Henry. And uh, Pastor Henry was, was so good. I mean, he, he embraced me on a personal level, on a personal level. And personally, up to date, we are very close. He's like, you know, someone I can talk to whenever I want a prayer partner, actually. So uh, he took me in. You know what? He took me in and he started uh, taking me through discipleship. That was an amazing class I ever attended. I went through discipleship classes and uh, I got connected from Pastor Henry. I stepped on and on and on until one time I met my bishop, uh, Bishop Licavo, and I was nervous and stuff. But Bishop talked to me, you know, Bishop was happy to know that I am just a, a slum boy, a street boy who, you know, decides to play soccer, but now he loves being in church more than uh, playing soccer. And that 
let me tell you, Pastor, that was the uh, the kind of vision a bishop had for that particular team. For him to support that initiative was to bring the youths to church. Exactly. It's just for them to bring them to church and then speak the word of God to them and then, you know, get them uh, connected to God, have an intimacy with Christ. Now, for me, I got connected, Pastor Henry, and then he took me leadership, uh, uh, discipleship classes. I learned one or two. I became, uh, you know, an ambassador of Christ, uh -huh. connected to various people. And by growing up, I met my youth pastor now, who is Pastor Dan, and it, it has been amazing. I'm now a youth leader in that church, right. and it gives me gives me uh, uh, the kind of strength to know it's good to serve Jesus. It's it's amazing. It, it is, and what and the, the people you're talking to, and I and I, I mean, not that you would ever be lying, but I can verify all this. I've been there. I know all these people. I know your story. <laughs> yeah. I know what you do now because you're yeah. not just now attending or whatever. You're, you know, this is, this is a large church you're involved with. There's couple yeah. thousand people and you're actually a very key person i mean you're doing a lot of the video stuff the production <laughs> stuff the camera stuff the you know the discipling of young people uh working on the the isa sports ministry with them so you're you really found a purpose too you're just you just didn't attend something just didn't make a friend yeah. they they helped you to find out like you said and how jeremiah says he's got plans for you and help yeah. you to really find your place because because that's the it's a big thing see like if somebody wants to help somebody who's let's say in poverty um mm -hmm. uh, you know a ten dollar bill is not the answer it's because not. you need hope you need a purpose you need significance you need relationships i mean you need all yes. the things that when when like in your soccer team you got connected to like when the isa connects people to yes. ivc that's what we need and so you're you're a complete whole story of how somebody's helped and and so it's it's absolutely a, a, a tremendous thing um you you um um you talked about when you were when you were playing soccer i like how you said uh if you're talented and undisciplined that's a bad combination <laughs> yeah very bad very bad as as a coach i know that's true I see <laughs> but you were able to uh help get help with discipline and then you caught a vision didn't you you caught a vision for who you are and what you could do can you share how your mindset began to change now, uh, one thing I used to believe uh, that I am the best, like I am the best in this team. You can't do without me. Uh -huh. That was a wrong notion. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I used to believe like, you know what? They don't have any other better striker than me. I mean, uh, by then I was playing under, um, under 14, under 14, and I could be the top scorer like uh, from time to time, various tournaments. My job was to score goals, but now I was very indisciplined. I could get uh, red carded anytime, <laughs> anytime. Now, um, one time uh, I, 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 I was suspended by my coach, of course. And then uh, after being red carded in a previous match, this was quite an emotional moment. Mm -hmm. We lost the finals. We lost the finals and uh, 
the coach came to me and said, I'll quote his words. This is your loss. Mm. He said it in Swahili, but yeah, that's what he meant. This is your loss. Um, but still it didn't sink on me, uh, Rick. It didn't sink in me. I, I just I just saw it like it's, you know, it's normal. I mean, it's it's okay. Anyone wins, anyone loses. I mean, it's not a guarantee. But then um, one time there was a, a group, uh, there was a, a group that was doing uh, literally almost uh, what I say is doing, but to them was the purpose of peace, you know, after Kenya experienced the uh, election violence. And then once they, they, they came uh, to my estate, and then I was, I was called because I also used to avail myself. Like I, I used to avail myself whenever I'm needed. And then I was called, uh, we had some session, they had booklets that they used to teach us telling us how you can be good and you can be very, very good when you're disciplined. They showed us why we should love one another. They showed us why teamwork is everything. I could not be a top scorer if I didn't receive that pass from that midfielder. Couldn't have scored. Our team couldn't have won if our goalkeeper was not keen enough to make those saves. So they took me through it. They showed me the way. But now I was at the verge of losing my football life, something that I loved uh, a lot, my soccer life, because um, my coach was a bit tired with me. Then I've been trained and uh, no changing. He was a bit tired, honestly, and he wanted to kick me out of the team. He actually sent uh, people to tell me that I should not even go for a training ground. Uh, I started connecting things. Uh, Rick, I started trying to see where do I want soccer to take me the next few years? Do I really want to, 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 be, uh, to impact lives? Do I really want to make life uh, out of my talent? You know, I want to be successful with this talent. Then I, I, I think I needed to be disciplined. This became a very serious uh, topic, even in a family meeting. My dad, uh, who was a friend to the then coach, talked to me and said, Kevin, uh, I won't have you, you know, being in discipline out here because you're also embarrassing me. So it took uh, various people to help me get back on track. And uh, eventually I, it happened and going to church as well, getting connected to IVC, sharpened me fully, fully. By the time I was in church, I was pure disciplined soccer player. It's, it's such a great thing because uh, even, you know, maybe young people are listening to this who even in America or wherever, but you, you, it's the mindset that shapes your actions. And so you began yes. to see that I'm actually hurting the team, I'm hurting myself, I'm hurting my future. And so your yep. mind started to shift. And especially as you got uh, with, your, you know, be it your coach, the relationships there, as well as the great people at IVC. And so yes. a big shift in there. So you're pretty passionate. I know this about reaching out to young people because you want to, you want to help them uh, in the same way you were helped. And so right now, you're you're looking and you're working, of course, with with IVC, but you're also because you're uh, working with the ISA at large, you're going to other places and helping them start their sports ministries. 
Um, what's the passion that drives you though? Cause you're, it's not easy. If you go to a, a club that's an hour or two away, it's a complicated process, right? You're jumping in yeah. a, a, a motors, a, a batatu or a boda boda or whatever you're doing. And so it's complicated. What drives you to go into these places and help these young people? Yep. Um, when I was growing up, you know, being a, a top scorer two times in a league uh, consecutively, and then I needed someone to tell me like uh, Kevin, tomorrow it's brighter. I needed someone to hold my hand and, you know, just show me that uh, it's going to be okay. Sometimes there is hope, there is hope. And um, knowing where I came from, Rick, these young people here, they just want that sign, you know, someone just to hold them, someone just to tell them, you know what, whatever you are doing is good. Whatever you're doing is good, but you just need to connect it with what God wants you to do with your purpose in your gift. Right. So this is, is pushing me because I, I, I am doing this from my heart because they lack hope. You know, to be a good soccer player, but once when you go to look uh, at your bag, you don't even have a soccer ball. Your team does not even have a ball. I, I mean, just one soccer ball. It's devastating. You don't yeah. know, uh, you know, where you're going to get something like even socks, because this is just uh, poor kids in the in, in the in the slums, and they they can't any five shilling they get, they just think think of buying some snack, and you know because they are not sure of the next meal, right? So you can't tell that kid to save and buy a boot because it's it's really close to impossible. So. Uh, I'm 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 driven to do this because I just want to show them that you know what there are people out here who care about you. Mm -hmm. There are people out here who care about what you're doing and they care mostly about your purpose in life in line with what God has in store for you. So I do this to promote hope in the lives of uh, young people. Mm -hmm. I do this to make sure that these young people they don't get lost. Because no, I don't have a so we don't have a soccer ball, so we are not going to train. Uh, instead, let me go uh, and uh, you know get in, myself involved in uh, crime activities. Like yeah. I just want to give them hope. Uh, I believe yeah. like uh, once someone has the hope, uh, we, we are good. Oh boy, hope is everything, right? Because no matter what <laughs> circumstance you're in, if you have hope, you can get through yeah. it. I, yes. I always tell people. I said. If you, you don't just want to get through something, you want to go to something. So to you want to, you got to see something, you got to see something out there and that's hope. And then if yeah. I'm looking at something out there, I can get through this, whatever I'm in now. And like you said, a lot of these young people, they're in really difficult situations. So it's not yeah. it, weird to not minimize that at all, but the only way through it is to have hope. And when somebody like you or the a larger ISA team shows up, and they see somebody from the outside loves them and there's hope and they believe yep. in them. And so what yep. you're doing is absolutely tremendous. It's uh, it's very exciting. And so I, we always love getting the reports back from you and whether it's a Thank weekly you. thing or however it is, it's very good. Uh, we're gonna you need to be done here in a second, but just to give an update, you are now, uh, you have a, an acting career where you're doing some acting, <laughs> uh, very yeah, good yeah. stuff. Uh, you're, <laughs> I, you're, you know, do a lot of photography 
and modeling even on billboards and, and advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, at one of the coffee shops we go to over there is a huge <laughs> billboard out front and you're advertising for some business. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Computer <laughs> company or whatever. So, so but yeah. anyways, though, I, I'm just, uh, uh, you're quite an example, quite an inspiration for me and for anybody who hears this and obviously to any young people that you're able to go and have contact with. And like you said too, I wanna really encourage people with this as simple as um, like even the room where I'm sitting at, I can see three soccer balls from where I'm sitting. Um, it can change a person's life, can it? It really can yes. when that shows up and, and to give them hope and that significance and feeling like, wow, somebody thinks I'm important enough to, to give me this. And so it uh, doesn't take a lot. I always say, if everybody does something, we can change yeah. the world. So whatever that something is, whether it's a, a $10 bill or going and hugging a kid or a, a meal, everybody do something and we can change the world. So um, my brother, Kevin, God bless yes. you. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we can, we'll, we need to do more of this because you have <laughs> just touched on one little aspect and we're True. proud of you. I know that people who are watching this, uh, they'll be encouraged. Uh, they'll be praying for you and, and even supporting the cause that's, that's going on over there with the ISA and with, with your work and loving these kids and, and seeing many of them uh, fulfill yeah. their lives. So God bless your brother. We love you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you too. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today on the More Than Sports Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, we have others. We try to come out with one every week. Uh, you can check them all out at morethansports.net. That's morethansports.net. Go there, subscribe, share it with other people, tell your friends about it, and I hope you're encouraged every time you tune in.